Hey everyone, here is our last interview live from RTX 2019, and this time we got to speak with the founder of Pause Your Game, Josh Hoffman. Take a listen and excuse the background noise. Let's jump right into it. Why don't you go ahead and tell us a little bit about how Pause Your Game came around? So my name is Josh, and Pause Your Game is my nonprofit. And what we do is we help raise money for local no-kill shelters through video game marathons and events. So how it came to be is that in 2017, uh, my life was kind of troubling at that point. Um, I just got out of a stressful relationship. Uh, I was doing a job I hated. Um, I was completely depressed. I just had surgery, so I was going through post-surgical depression on top of it. Um, And then uh, my rescue dog, my first rescue dog named Sophie, uh, got sick. And um, she had a rare genetic disorder that couldn't be treated. And um, unfortunately, I had to put her down. At that point, she was pretty much the only reason why I was sticking around. And um, after that, I attempted to take my own life. Um, Somebody who I met on World of Warcraft about 10 years prior, um, I messaged him and uh, I said, make sure that your kids don't grow up knowing how much of a loser I was. Because I set him and his wife up. So they have their two children now, kind of because of me. So it's, it's, so when I messaged him that, he was like, there's something wrong. So he got a hold of my family. And before anything could happen, um, they found me. And uh, a couple days later, I ended up in a psych ward for about 10 days and then residential treatment for about two months. Um, During my time in residential treatment, uh, the first day of treatment, uh, I walked in. Uh, My dog's name was Sophie, by the way. Uh, I walked in and uh, it was group therapy. And on the wall, there was an urn with a picture of a dog. And I was like, oh, that's, that's nice. Let me walk over and you know, see. And uh, the plaque read, in loving memory of Sophie. And I was like, okay, if that's not the universe screaming <laughs> at me that I need to be here, then you know, that's... So from there, uh, a lot of the patients and I bonded through video games and like Dungeons and Dragons and stuff like that. And um, I've been a part of Extra Life for about 10 years now. Um, And uh, there was no nonprofit, as far as I knew, that did video games for uh, shelters. And so we were going to start uh, to do Pause Your Game as just all shelters all together. However, when I left treatment, I started doing more research on the shelter industry. And there are two types of shelters. There are kill shelters, which are mainly run by the city mm-hmm. or the state. And then there are non-kill shelters, which are usually private. Um, kill shelters 
uh, usually bring in animals, and if they seem unable to be adopted, whether or not they have social issues or whatever, uh, they'll just put them down. Even if it's a dog that could be seven years old that's full of life, um, it really doesn't matter if they bring in a puppy that's or three years old or whatever, they'll usually take the dog and kill it at that point. Um, they use taxpayer money to do it as well. So on top of that, it's just more. Yeah. So there are ways that you can not be a no-kill. Uh, it usually boils down to management mm -hmm. and um, what programs are in place for that shelter. So that's pretty much it. I mean, we were trying to raise money for local no-kill. So anybody who has a survival rate of 80% or above, mm -hmm. we're trying to partner with. Okay. So. And so when it comes to, um, for do when you make the donations or mm -hmm. um, send the no-kill shelters money, um, are there any stipulations of what they use it for? Can you give us a little background on like what, um, not necessarily stipulations, but what do no-kill shelters Absolutely. need money for? Yeah. So um, a lot of times they need money for medical. Um, they bring the dogs off the street or the cats off the street, and a lot of them have fleas or heartworm or diseases like that. Um, they use the money to rehabilitate them and then bring them into the public eye. So a lot of times, uh, shelter will be run on fosters. So fosters will have the animal for about three to four months for like a recovery period, and then they'll be able to adopt them out. So um, it's mainly medical, food, uh, housing for the dog. Uh, Nonprofit rescues that run off of fosters pay for the the dog's care as well. So you're actually not financially responsible for the animal when you foster. Yeah. You're just giving it a couch to sleep on because it yeah. needs it. So yeah, and there's around right now, eight hundred thousand dogs and cats and other various animals that are put down in shelters mm -hmm. because of overcrowding and overpopulation. However, they're around. 30 million people a year looking to bring an animal into their home. So the numbers don't really add up. And what we're trying to do is we're trying to raise awareness and bring fosters in and volunteers that are in the gaming community to be able to help these people who don't have the outreach that some of well, some of us do. So. And when it comes down to it, um, so say that somebody at home, I mean, I rescued my dog, so oh, cool. rescuing dogs is really <laughs> important to me. Um, she's the best thing that ever happened to me. Mm -hmm. um, when people are looking to get to get a pet um, and they don't is do shelters kind of like put it up front you know their there's other survival rates or their status is non kill they have or to kill? yeah okay. um, it a lot of them try to hide it so the thing about no kill is that there are it, the definition is a little weird um, how we describe it is that if the dog or cat or whatever kind of animal is irremediably suffering, mm -hmm. so behavioral issues that can't be like corrected at all, it's just yeah. like rabid, um, health like cancer or another disease that could potentially kill them, mm -hmm. um, putting those animals down, it's humane. Mm -hmm. But if you have a healthy animal that enters a shelter, yeah. why can't you just get it adopted? So that's, yeah. yeah. And when it comes to kill shelters, is it that they're not putting, I guess, a lot of, um, how, how is there a difference in the adopting process between a no-kill shelter and a kill shelter? So a lot of shelters don't really know how to market. So for mm -hmm. instance, the one that I had my do or have my dog from, yeah. um, her sister and her mother are still available. Um, they've been in the shelter for almost two years now. Mm -hmm. 
So, but they don't have the presence or like the following or whatever. So what we're trying to do is um, on our platform that we're developing, we're going to be able to have it so that shelters can share what animals are available for adoption so that gamers can then share, hey, this animal's looking for an adoption. If they do a stream or whatever, they're able to just show the animal. So, yeah. yeah. Getting eyes out there on them. Exactly. <laughs> that's what we really need is, and that's what the rescue industry needs, is more people, more volunteers, more advocacy and awareness. So that's what we're looking to spread. Yeah. Um, so if anybody wants to get involved with you, what are some of the ways that they could do? Because I know you mentioned, um, one, I'm, I'm assuming, like, uh, sorry, beyond uh, just raising money, is there anything else that people can do with you guys? Um, yeah, right now we are signed up with Humble Bundle and Amazon Smile. Uh, we're also on Tiltify while we get our platform built. So right now, uh, my partner, uh, Ian, he is building the entire infrastructure. Uh, we're hoping to have it built by October because October is Adopt-A-Pet Month. Aww. So we want to have a month-long stream for the month of October and find streamers that want to be involved and help out local shelters. Um, so yeah, right now we're kind of doing that. And so how long have you guys been around? Uh, a year. And we've been completely self-funded. Uh, RTX is actually our first convention. Um, I met Jack Patillo at another gaming event. Um, great guy. Uh, absolute sweetheart. Um, he invited us, so we're honestly here because of him. And uh, yeah, it's been incredible. So lots of support. That's awesome. Um, I'm trying to think of I have a lot of questions, but it's also yeah. <laughs> it, it, it's weird because like uh, I think that what it, what are some of the things that you think more people took into consideration or you know when they adopt or mm -hmm. when they rescue that maybe we don't think of? So a lot of times, if you get a puppy at a pet store or offline, um, their mom and dad are usually overbred. So a lot of times you'll see. Uh, puppy or not puppies but adults that enter shelters mm -hmm. they're like engorged and they look like they've yeah. had like 35 litters that was probably a breeding dog and they just mm -hmm. dumped them after they're done with them unfortunately um, that's where we try to do uh, trap neuter release and spay and neuter programs so that's another thing that we try to get involved in and um, yeah it's just uh, it's tough because pet shops it's they have pricing and um, what a lot of shelters will do now which is really cool is um, pet shops some of them I think here in Texas they do this they will uh, ally themselves with local pet stores and they'll have the animals in the pet stores but all oh. the proceeds still go to that rescue so there's still a place to kind of keep the animals if they yeah. need them that's like sort of a safe environment but you know it's a little different between who it's it really boils down to politics and what oh, wow. the person at the shelter is doing for the animals so um yeah is there any anything else that, like you would like to add like just because i can go on for days just asking like intricate questions no, you, about you, you like can. the, yeah, the yeah, shelters yeah. Uh -huh. and, and rescues yeah. um i guess for me like what are some ways that we can help in one either help your org or kind of help this larger issue that so fun fact um if two percent of gamers right now 
that have a companion animal started fostering, we could actually end euthanasia tomorrow. So, right. So fostering is very, very important. It's probably one of the most important things for a rescue to even survive. Mm -hmm. Um, Donations also help, obviously. (laughs) Um, But yeah, it's really about you're taking an animal that could be on the street and could be killed and you're taking it into your house. And even though it might take two years for them to get adopted, you're still technically being funded by, by that nonprofit. So you're not financially responsible. And uh, yeah, you're, it feels good to actually help somebody who might need um, that dog or that cat that you're fostering. And um, even though it's hard to give them away, <laughs> it's still, it, it's, it's a heartwarming thing to experience. Um, so, um, how or because I mean, because you know, you said you wanted to like kind of help all you know, not um, no kill shelters mm-hmm. and, and nonprofits in that way. Um, where are you guys based out of? Uh, we're in South Florida right now. Uh, Parkland is where I reside. Um, so we're, I think Florida is about a seventy-five percent kill rate. Uh, Texas, I think, is a hundred percent no kill. But we're trying to do that across the country. So Florida's really. Mm, um, with their politics and their policies on kill shelters, a lot of them will um, advertise that they're not, but mm-hmm. still do. Um, and it's sad, but that's the reality. So, um, how do you, so how do you all kind of like pick where, um, which shelters the, the money will go to first? Or is there a strategy behind kind yeah, of Yeah, so there's a couple nonprofits that I've talked to already. Um, one, I was going to volunteer at until I figured out that even though they're no kill, they do something um, that's extremely unethical, which is hoarding. So they have a three strike rule at this one uh, rescue, even though it's not a kill. If a cat or a dog bites somebody three times, they lock them into like, basically it's like not offsite, but it's, you can't see it publicly and they live there throughout the rest of their life, which is, it's okay. At that point, you're like, why don't you just put the animal down? But they don't bother getting uh, training for the animals or anything like that. And um, a lot of these nonprofits will be, um, get raided by the FBI and stuff. Uh, There's a couple down in Florida that actually have been because they were using their funds to buy like BMWs and things of that nature, not actually help the animals. So. We, we do a lot of investigating before we engage with a nonprofit. So, like, they're not going to be on our list. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah. So, even though they're no-kill, it's still, there's... There's a lot that goes into it. It's not just... Right. The, exactly. The it's, these are explicitly nonprofit shelters, correct? Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Organizations and ones that run on fosters as well, so... And so, like, kind of like, I'm not sure if this falls within the same um, scope of, you know, the nonprofit, non kill mm-hmm. shelters, but I know that, um, like, Florida has breed restrictions yeah. in, in mm-hmm. some of their cities. Yep. Um, are there any ways to, like, help with that, or is that, or does uh, that directly feed into sheltering? It depends on where you live. Um, it also depends on whether or not it's, like, a privately owned place. Mm-hmm. So, the apartment that I live in right now there's breed restrictions but there's not a breed restrictions on pit bulls believe it or not which is oh, like wow. yeah it seems yeah. really crazy but german shepherds rottweilers those nope but pit bulls are totally okay um i happen to have a pit bull um she looks nothing like a pit bull but yeah <laughs> she is um but yeah because yeah, i know um i think it 
what ha- what about when it's at like the the city level though? Because there aren't there a few cities mm-hmm. in there. Yeah, where it's you could you higher? could actually get involved by calling your politicians okay. and writing them letters. Uh, we're planning on doing that a lot. Um, we want to eventually host. Um, oh wow, why am I blanking on the word? Um, protests. Okay. So we want to help um, stop uh, pet pet shop selling and yeah. things of that nature. So um, we have a. We have a few people that are interested in helping us rally, yeah. and uh, yeah, we're just looking for uh, any type of help that we can get. So, so is there any idea? Obviously, not as probably integral as those questions, but mm-hmm. uh, why exactly gamers? I mean, obviously, you talked a little bit about how gaming's helped you, but mm-hmm. is there anything else of you? I guess any type of, I guess, reason of like, I guess, streaming-wise for. What? I've been a gamer my entire life. Right. Um, the guy who saved me is a gamer. I met him on World of Warcraft, so it's like <laughs> kind of like that. Um, as far as streaming goes, I don't do it because I don't have the energy. However, <laughs> I would love to find people that uh, like align with our vision and have them yeah. brought on board because that would be yeah, it, it's incredible. No streamer too big or too small. So awesome. Well, that's that's all I have. Um, I mean, it I. For one, I would like to see how you know we can help you guys and use yeah. our platform because, I mean, like I said, I rescued our our dog, <laughs> yeah. and so it's it's what, really what important. Kind of so she is a shepherd beagle mix. That's She's cool. like okay. forty pounds, has awesome. like a pure shepherd coat, but okay. like has like a little rotty face a little bit okay. with the little the colorings. Yeah. Um, she is extremely energetic. Yeah, Charlie <laughs> is almost two. Um, she's twenty pounds. Her mom who's a pit bull, yeah. uh, got brought into the shelter. They didn't know she was pregnant. And then eight puppies later, Charlie, Charlie <laughs> was one of them. And uh, when you put her and the mom next to each other, you're like, what? who's your dad? You nothing like your mom. And it's, yeah, so. It was funny, um, on my, um, and my dog's name is Leia, okay. on her paperwork, um, it said that she was a Rottweiler Mastiff mix. Oh, wow. And she's like a 40-pound, oh. no, not 40, but actually 30. She was 40 at one point. We okay. put her on a little doggy diet. She's okay. down to Good. Down to 31, perfectly Perfect. healthy. Um, and I'm like, you are, you're not. She's eight and she's fully grown, tiny. I'm just mm-hmm. like, wow, okay, this was really weird. Yeah. Um, but I do know, um, and this is more conversational than interview, but yeah. like um, we have our vet um, has been really good about like, oh, I see that this isn't here. One, she's not these things, but I mm-hmm. also know that this can, that it can make it like, uh, what is it? Putting the breed on paper yeah. can make it harder to it can make it harder or easier mm-hmm. for keeping them in homes because I know Austin actually has a lot of breed restrictions in yeah. like the uh, breed and, and weight restrictions mm-hmm. for a lot of their their apartments. Well, a lot of um, you mentioned vets. Yeah. A lot of rescues are actually in debt to vets, which is another oh, thing they need wow. money for because yeah. they could have a dog that's brought in that needs like twenty thousand dollars worth of work on it. Yeah, some rescues can't pay for that, and yeah. they don't know how to fundraise. To bring in that money, however, yeah. we could help them with that. Yeah, because so. that's one of the things that I've I've always found weird. Um, because Austin Pets Alive is pretty much everywhere in the city. Like mm-hmm. they, they have yeah. a lot of visibility. Um, but one of the things that I've always found interesting is. Um, you don't really notice any of those marketing efforts in the right. same way that you notice them for like other charities. Right. Um, so when I'm I'm thinking about it, I mean I've streaming offers such a large platform mm-hmm. to start bringing money in oh yeah um mm-hmm. in it kind of like 
takes the fundraising up a level into right. like the in, into 2019. Exactly. <laughs> so the the platform that we're developing is actually going to be a fundraising platform. Oh, it's not awesome. a streaming platform. Yeah. So once we have it developed, gamers will be able to go to pauseyourgame.org, sign up as one of our gamers, and they'll be able to pick a no-kill shelter of their choice. Once they do that, they'll be able to set up fundraising efforts either through streaming or social. And 100% of the proceeds that that gamer raises goes to that no-kill shelter. So we, wow. as a nonprofit, don't actually make anything. Yeah. We're kind of just the middleman to create this You're community. You're connecting people. Exactly. It's yeah, not about the awesome. funds. It's about helping the animals. So I'm exactly. more about that. That's awesome. Yeah. I have a full-time job for a reason. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Don't we all? Yeah, <laughs> yeah no. It, but th thank you for talking with us and, and yeah, sharing absolutely. your story. I mean, like, so cool. I, I have Leia in my life because mm -hmm. I was a ball of, I have, like, really bad anxiety and yes. panic disorder. And when, I mean, I, I probably shouldn't have adopted her when I did just because mm -hmm. I, I had a very small apartment. And right. um, I didn't know all the work that went into a dog. But when she came into my life, it was just... It was mm -hmm. different. Yeah. There's just totally... something about having that little that little child with right. you all yeah, the time. You come home, it's just like, okay, this is awesome. I have something that actually looks forward to me exactly. being here. And that's what's so cool. But yeah. yeah, I mean, I loved Sophie. She's She was the best thing ever. Um, Charlie is completely like the exact opposite dog. Um, already destroyed like $300 worth of like furniture and stuff in my house, whereas Sophie was an angel. So yeah, it's a different kind of love. Um, but yeah, they're all fantastic. And um, yeah, I know that my story isn't necessarily a unique one per se, but um, yeah, I mean, if it helps anybody out there to kind of who needs to hear it that hey you're not alone if you're kind of you know miserable yeah. I guess um, we're here to help in any way that we can whether it's through finding an animal for you yeah. or just being a ear to listen to because I don't think a lot of people understand the like the emotional support that just having right. an animal mm -hmm. can provide you I think there was a recent study that came out that said like 73% of people that were interviewed said that they feel happier and more like calm when yeah. their animal is around. So it does help with mental illness. Um, yeah. I was diagnosed with a major depressive disorder, something called schizoid personality disorder and bipolar two. Mm -hmm. So with all three powers combined, <laughs> um, yeah, it's been quite an interesting life. Um, yeah. It wasn't always like that. Uh, when I attempted my entire personality changed. Um, my parents had tests on, on my brain because of yeah. how drastic it changed. And um, I'm just trying not to be a, I don't know, I guess a bad human at this point. Um, everybody's here for a reason. And uh, we're all important and we all serve a purpose. So, and this is currently mine and I'm hoping to invite more gamers on board so that it becomes theirs as well. Yeah. So. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for talking with yeah, us thank and, you. and recording this. Of and course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I do have one last question of uh, where are you all going to be next? Um, we are actually going to be at TwitchCon. So San Diego. So, yep, we'll be there. Um, like I said, hopefully by October we'll have our platform and then, um, yeah, we'll be able to rock and roll and help 
kill shelters all over the place. So, or no kill shelters, rather. <laughs> awesome. Um, well, why don't you tell us um, and everybody listening where they can find you? So if you go to pauseyourgame.org, we have all our information there. If you want to get involved with streaming, uh, you can email us at community at pauseyourgame.org, or we have various social media, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter, all at Pause Your Game. So. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you, guys. Thank you. Appreciate this. This is very Actually, cool.